0: Work through the growing pains and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, welcome to episode 91 of the How She Did That podcast. If you are a virtual support pro who is tired of doing things manually and you find yourself in constant need of reliable tools and systems in place so that you can save time and simultaneously grow your business, then our guest today, Sasha Rufin, is your girl. How amazing would it be to remove the pressure of having to be present in your business each and every day for each and every process? Because let's face it, support pros, we deserve a break sometimes too. And automation allows us to do just that. With almost a decade of upper management experience behind her, Sasha started the Workflow Strategist Enco and prides herself on being able to automate just about any business out there. So let's go chat automations and ask Sasha how she earned more by doing less. Hey, Sasha. It is so good to have you here. We haven't talked in forever and I cannot wait for this conversation.
1: (laughs) Me too. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. Can you tell us more about who you are and what you do?
1: Absolutely. So my name is Sasha Ruffin. I am, I, I've dubbed myself the automation queen, um, but I'm also known as the workflow strategist and I'm an online business manager and strategist. And essentially I help my clients earn more by doing less through streamlining their systems, setting up tools for automation, and also helping them to delegate out those things that they don't enjoy doing. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: And I know that you are a rock star at doing this for your clients, but I also, also know that you've worked really intentionally on doing this in your own business as well. So we're going to talk about it on both sides on like the client side and on doing it in your own business but I want to dive into when did you realize like internally that you needed some more systems and processes and also some help so that you could start
1: delegating things. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think we all kind of start our businesses to, you know, for freedom and and all those things, right? We want more time to do the things that we love. And then quickly we get bogged down by all the administrative things that need to get done. And so, um, you know, I just reached a point where I looked up and I realized that even though I loved what I was doing for my clients, I had no time to do anything for myself. I didn't have time to market my business and make, you know, those connections that you need to make so that your business can grow beyond just, you know, you being the solopreneur. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also felt like I didn't have time for my family. I was always working. And so, yeah, I looked up and I'm like, this is not what I started (laughs) my business for. This isn't it. This is not life. And so I knew I had to make a change at that point. When I started running away from my computer and not really wanting to do anything, I'm like, okay, it's time to make a change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Perfect. So what were the steps that you kind of took to decide what needed to happen first and where to put your energy first?
1: Absolutely. So I started off um, really just thinking about what was taking me the most time, right? So that's really where I would say anyone should start. Think about what's taking you the most time. And for me, you know, Content was taking a lot of time. Um, even the client management and bringing on a new client was taking a lot of time. So I just sat down and really uh, filtered through my biggest time sucks really. Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there, it made it clear to me that I needed to simplify a lot of the things that I was doing. It really just doesn't take that much (laughs) to do things. (laughs) You can simplify them. Um, and then of course, so I simplified like my packages. I stopped doing custom for everybody. Can you imagine every time you get on a call taking an hour or two to create a proposal? Yeah. That was crazy. (laughs) So I simplified my packages. That was number one for me. Simplified those. And from there, um, I was able to automate a lot of things. Because, of course, once you've simplified them, then it's easy to just kind of push a button and say, okay, go. Go do your thing. Yes. And then, of course, documenting my systems as well so that that way I could delegate to people. Because one of the biggest things we do as entrepreneurs is keep everything in our head. We're all like, oh, you know what? I could just do it myself. And then, you know, when you do think about delegating to somebody, you're like, where do I start? What, you know, then it's going to take me so much time to teach them, you know, what I know. And so for me, I had to sit down and document my processes just like I was telling everybody else to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then so that I could delegate. delegate those tasks out.
0: That's perfect. And it's so, like, it's it was the exact same thing in my business, you know? It's the cobbler's children has no shoes kind of thing where you are (laughs) so focused on doing all those things that you tell, that we tell our clients to do that we don't ever do them in our own businesses. And that's why, that's when you can't grow. That's when when you can't scale, you know? Because you're so stuck Mm -hmm. in the doing. I also, when I first started really thinking about being intentional about figuring out my processes and everything, one of the things that I looked at were what are the things that are not giving me an ROI, you know, not giving me right. a direct return on my investment of times. Also, what are the things that like anybody could be
1: doing this, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's really what you want to do is you want to, so um, I like to think of it as like putting things into buckets yeah. of, You know, priority. So the things that are going to make you the most money should be the ones that you should be uh, prioritizing. And then the things that aren't really affecting your bottom line, like creating graphics, you know, for your social media. Yes, social media affects your bottom line, but it's really the engagement that affects your bottom line. So the actual posting, somebody else could do that, you know, or you could automate that part, but then you want to schedule the time in so you could go in and engage because that part, you know, go, in and engage and make connections and start conversations so that you can, you know, create those relationships that will grow your business.
0: So it's all about
1: prioritizing. What are the income generating activities that I want to focus on?
0: Yeah, I love that. So when it came to delegating, how did you find your first team member and how did you decide who that person was going to be?
1: So uh, I actually, I got lucky. Uh, my first team member was someone that reached out to me looking for help. And um, because of our conversation in the way that she just presented herself, I was like, oh man, I need to snag this girl up before <laughs> she goes off and, you know, <laughs> goes off and she's booked out. So that's, that's how that happened. And it was amazing. It was great. It was the first six months. I was six months into my business when I hired on my first team member. And for for anybody who's thinking about it, I would say do it earlier rather than later, because you'll be able to grow that much faster. You'll be able to focus on the things that you love. And of course, when you're lit up, when you're happy about what you're doing, then of course the passion doesn't fizzle.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And I love, love, love the do it earlier rather than later. I think yeah. so many people are like, worried that, okay, well, what if I don't have the pipeline of clients or what if it dries up? You're not marrying that person. (laughs) Like, you know, worst case scenario, it doesn't work out for whatever reason, you know, and they go on their merry way and find somebody else and that's okay. You know, but I think when we wait until... Like we're desperate and we decide to hire in desperation. Number one, we always or often end up hiring the wrong person because it's just like whoever's available. Right. And then number two, we don't end up being able to really support that team member as they come into our, our business. Right.
1: Absolutely. Cause you are already in frazzle mode, you know, so it's hard for you to really give direction. You're not even really sure what, you know, what you need this person to do because your mind is running a million, you know, a million miles a minute. For me, I was, again, you know, when she reached out, I knew I was in a good place, but I knew I wanted to do better. I wanted to, you know, grow my business for sure. And so for me, it was like, okay, um, yes, this is an additional expense. It's taking out of my bottom line right now, but what that affords me is my time back. And then of course, it gives me the opportunity to use that time to do things that are going to generate more revenue in the business. I was able to you know, take back time to um, create webinars and create passive income products. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that if I still had my hands in every piece of my business.
0: I love that. So, here's a question What are some of your favorite systems that you use to automate things?
1: Ooh, so, I believe that everyone should have at least an online scheduler, a client relationship management system. A project management tool and an email marketing platform. Yes. Um, those are like bare minimum basics for sure for every service provider. So for an online scheduler, I love Acuity Scheduling. Uh, it's just so robust. It has so many features, and of course, with all the different plans, you can just uh, it can grow with you as your business right. grows. Dubsado, I love for client management because there's so much you can do as far as business automation. I love that I can send out for proposal, and you know, it's going to automatically take them to the contract and the invoice. And if they don't finish any one of those steps, there are automatic follow-ups that would happen, you know, within the workflow. So I love that. And then for project management tools, uh, Asana has always been a favorite of mine. Uh, everybody kind of picks between Asana and Trello. I say, you know, Trello is more visual. Asana, Asana is more list-like, but either or really works. They're still both my favorite. And then finally, uh, email marketing platform, Convert. I love, love, love ConvertKit. And it's really cool because they just released a free plan that they've never done that before. And I know a lot of people kind of start with MailChimp because it is free. Now you have the opportunity to start with a system that's a lot simpler to use, even though it has all the same great features.
0: I love that. That's like one of my favorite tech stacks also. (laughs) So yeah, so (laughs) everything that you mentioned, I'm like, yes and yes. (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: (laughs) Awesome, yes. Yeah,
0: so if somebody was just, well, even if they're not just starting out, if they're just starting out in figuring out their automation stack, first of all, and then also how to delegate, how to start that process, what's just one piece of advice that you would give them as they're
1: starting out? As they're starting out, I would say to get clear on their vision, That's the biggest thing. Um, People like to kind of think about all the little details when it comes to automation, but really, it really comes down to what's the vision? What are you trying to accomplish? And when you get clear on that vision, it's easy to work backwards from that to say, okay, well, if I want more time to do this, then that means I need to do this Mm -hmm. so that I can have more time, you know? And so that's the way to strategically think about it. Start with the vision and then work backwards from there, and you'll be able to. to to create the systems based off of how you see your life.
0: Perfect. Well, we're going to put all the links that you mentioned and everything in the show notes, but I would love to know where can we find you online?
1: The number one place that you can find me, of course, is Instagram. I love Instagram. That is my jam. So you can find me at The Workflow Strategist, all one word, of course. Um, And then, of course, you can find me at theworkflowstrategist.com. And you can take a look at our services and contact me there. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. That's it for this
0: week's episode Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.